Welcome to the Leadership Antidote Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Kim. Hello, Leadership Antidote Podcast family. I hope my voice finds you all well and that you are doing the best that you can in this time. That's all we can do, right? Is take it all one day at a time. So I, I wanted to just jump on today and give you a quick motivation message. I, I, my, if you followed me long enough, uh, you'll see that my coaching style is a little unique. I'm not suits and catchy phrases and empty motivational messages. No, I genuinely care about every single one of my clients being successful in all areas of their lives. I want them to have professional success just as much as I want them to have personal success, right? Because ultimately, I care about their success. And I not only care about them reaching their goals, but I care about them reaching their goals whole. You do not have to destroy yourself or set your entire life on fire to be successful. That is the biggest lie. And so my approach isn't for everybody. I am not for everybody. And the older I get, the more set in my ways I become in that regard, or the more confidently I stand in that truth about myself. Because I don't stroke egos. And I think starting off my career as a nurse and being a nurse really helped to put that perspective for me. Because at the end of the day, death nor sickness cares about your accolades. And so if you're looking for a coach that, you know, will rah, rah, sits, boom, bye, and cheer you on and not really hold you accountable and make you do the hard internal work, then yeah, my coaching style probably isn't for you because I'm not a Band-Aid. I'm not a temporary fix. I'm not a quick fix option, right? I have clients that have stayed with me for six years. Every time they enter a new phase of leadership or develop a different goal, they reach out to me. And that, to me, is the ultimate compliment, right? So when people approach me, I don't always say yes to every opportunity. And that's because I got burned so badly in my first year of coaching. So my coaching firm is six years old. Um, we hit six years in May um, of 2020. And I remember the first year, you know, with every first year business, I made my mistakes. And I'm, I'm at a point in life where I really comprehend when Nelson Mandela says, I don't lose, I only learn. So lots of learning lessons, not only as a business owner, but also as a coach, right? And and I'll be honest, he caught me because I chased the money, right? I chased the money. I was trying to recoup startup costs and didn't do my due diligence and um, really vet this individual before I took them on as a client. And when I tell you it was a train wreck, at first I really blamed myself. But then I realized, you know, this was someone, it didn't matter what goals we set, he was not interested in becoming a better person. Ultimately, I found out that he, he 
was a pathological liar. He stole, you know, he cheated. He did whatever he had to do to come out on top. He had no integrity. And ultimately, he was disgracefully removed from his employer. And he didn't even finish the coaching package. And I finally looked at him and I was like, this isn't going to work. You know, I fired my client, right? So can you imagine just launched my coaching firm and I'm over here firing a client? It was an incredible teaching moment to me. It was painful to have to do that. And I had to really coach myself to not beat myself up, you know, because those voices come. You you start to think, why didn't I see this? Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I slipped up. No, no, no. But then I stopped and I turn that wound into wisdom. Right. That's one of my favorite Oprah quotes. I turned that wound into wisdom. Because it taught me a couple things. One, don't chase the money. Never, ever, ever, ever chase the money. The money will come when you are doing the right thing. But I promised myself that the moment this felt tedious and exhausting, I was going to stop. Because you can't coach effectively if you wear yourself out. So number one, within my first year of business, I learned you don't chase the money. Number two, you have to screen clients and everybody isn't coachable. And what does that mean? The thing about coaching, especially leadership coaching, and you've heard me say this, if you followed me long enough, there is no separation between the personal you and the professional you. There's only you. And unless someone is interested in becoming a better person, then I cannot coach them up on how to become a better leader. Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. So clients are often surprised with me because I not only ask them about the job, I also ask them about their personal lives, right? Not in an intrusive way, but I'm trying to see something. I'm trying to learn about them. Because the truth is, when you're in a leadership position, the hard skills are not the toughest part of your job. The going to meetings, knowing who to talk to, understanding the chain of command, knowing the ins and outs of your job isn't the hard part. There are policies galore for that in any organization worth their salt has a legal department that makes sure that you understand how to do your job, right? Unless you are just woefully incompetent, then that's a whole different issue. Either you're in the wrong field or you're just in the wrong position entirely. But nine times out of 10, that's not the problem. That is not the problem. The problem is the soft skills part. Right. Becoming a person that people actually want to follow. That's the hard part of leadership and and being willing to have all eyes on you. So when I get a potential client, the first thing I make sure of, thanks to that first case in my first year, um, it was my one and only case. I haven't been caught since. Let me knock on wood. Um But the one thing I make sure of is, are you prepared to be a better person? And a classic example is, let me get to my example now, is if you have a leader that struggles with fidelity issues, right? 
going to step on some toes here because I told you my coaching style isn't for everybody. I care about you succeeding in all areas of your life. If you have a fidelity issue, what that ultimately tells me is you have an integrity issue. You have an honesty issue and you have a commitment issue. And if you are able to lie to the person that you sleep next to every day, that tells me as a coach that you're lying to your team or that you are capable of lying to your team. You are capable of lying to your customers. But most of all, you are capable of lying to me. And I can't help you if you aren't willing to be honest and look deeply at that part of yourself. Because the biggest lie ineffective leaders tell themselves is, I'm fooling everybody. No, you're not. Because human beings have this incredible ability to discern truth from a lie. Now, whether or not they ignore it, their reasons are individualized. But when I get called in because of a retention problem, I usually quickly figure out that it's a leadership problem. And it's not just the dynamics of the leadership team. It's the dynamics of the leaders as well. Or until a leader wants to get right and fix that issue about themselves. Fundamentally, you have an honesty issue. Trust is the currency of leadership. If a leader has an honesty problem or an integrity problem, then people are not going to trust you. If people don't trust you, then they don't follow you. You see the cycle? You see what happens? And so I ask clients questions. I know when significant others' birthdays are. I know when anniversaries take place. I know how old children are. I know how old nieces and nephews are. I know how old parents are. That is something that I'm very proud of with my coaching practice. I become a part of the family. They become family, right? Um, they become family. And it's not in a blurring the lines kind of way. When I tell you I cheer for my clients as much as I cheer for myself, because I have been there and I have devoted the rest of my life to helping leaders never get to the places that I've been or to help leaders recover from being as low as I have fallen. If I could get one million leaders, we could transform leadership culture. You don't have to lead this way. You don't have to feel empty. And I know those leaders where you look at your life, I've been that leader. You look at your life and you're like, I have absolutely nothing to complain about. How dare I complain? But you feel nothing. You feel no joy. You feel like a fraud. What you don't realize is you're not fooling anyone. People see it. They either fear you, love you, or don't know any different and have decided to pretend like they don't. So before you look for leadership coaching, make sure that you are ready to be every bit of who you feel called to be because that is what it's going to take to be a true 
change agent in leadership. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. You can also head over to www.drkimhires.com to learn about additional ways to connect with Dr. Kim. Join us next time to get another dose. Thanks for listening.